Hello, welcome to Financial Markets Weekly, an audio podcast by Succinct Information. This is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. We help you save time while covering the key events and market performance. These are the highlights from last week. Last week marked one of the most active trading weeks of the year, featuring several pivotal events. The Federal Reserve shifted to a dervish tone, signaling the nearing end of its aggressive tightening cycle. Also, the monthly update on non-farm payrolls reported fewer new jobs than anticipated, reinforcing the scenario of already record high interest rates. Policy meetings by the Bank of Japan, England and Norway also impacted sentiment. Additionally, the Eurozone witnessed an acceleration of its disinflation trend. These updates led to a substantial reversal in bond, stock and forex markets. Let's briefly cover the key data of the week. On Wednesday, the Fed left rates unchanged at 5.25% to 5.5% range, as widely expected. The central bank left a dervish tone, as it recognized that already high bond yields are creating a restrictive credit environment, which helps bring inflation down. The Fed's preferred inflation measure, PCE, is at 3.4%, compared to the Fed's 2% target. On Friday, U.S. non-farm payrolls came in at 150,000 new jobs created in October, below consensus estimates, and lower than the 297,000 created in September. The monthly payrolls figure has been declining during all this year. The strikes in the auto sector had a big impact on October's reading. The unemployment rate modestly rose to 3.9%. The Bank of England maintained rates unchanged, at 5.25%, a 15-year high, also as expected, and signalled no immediate plans to ease policy. The bank said the economy was nearing a recession, and forecast zero growth for next year. Headline inflation remains more than three times the bank's 2% goal, at 6.7%. The Bank of Japan also left its benchmark interest rate steady at minus 0.1%, and is currently the only central bank with negative policy rates. However, it made changes to its yield curve control mechanism, after seven years of limiting long-term yields. It will now allow 10-year bond yields to move above 1%, considering the target as a reference. Lastly, Norway's central bank held rates at 4.25%, but signaled a hike for next month. Notable economic indicators include October's inflation in the Eurozone, which fell to a two-year low of 2.9% for headline inflation, well below September's 4.3%, surprising analysts. The disinflation trend occurred at the expense of a slowing economy, as GDP for the Eurobloc contracted by 0.1% in the third quarter. On to market performance. Bond yields experienced a significant reversal, with 10-year Treasury yields falling by 29 basis points to 4.56%, prompting most other bond yields in developed markets to follow suit. Boond yields fell 20 basis to 264%, and gilts 25 basis to 4.29%. Japanese bond yields were the only ones in developed countries to rise.
The dollar index had its worst week since July, falling 1.4%. This decline was primarily driven by a 2% appreciation for the pound, to 123.70, a 1.5% gain for the euro to 107.30, and a 3% increase for the Aussie and Kiwi dollars. Equity markets thrived during the week, with the S&P 500 rallying by almost 6%, and the small cap index Russell 2000 recording an impressive 7.5% gain, their best week in one year. In Europe, the Euro stocks 50 added 4%, with Italian companies as the best performers, and the FTSE 100 advanced 1.7%. The week also saw major corporations, including Apple, Berkshire Hathaway, and pharma giant Eli Lilly, reporting quarterly earnings. Most of them beat estimates, and shares rose. Some notable movers, among US mega caps last week include, Amazon's 8.5% rally, Nvidia's 11% jump, and Microsoft's 7% rise. Among large-cap names, the relevant movers are Shopify, the e-commerce platform, which climbed 32%, and delivery service app, DoorDash, up 31%. In other asset classes, the significant mover in commodities was crude oil which fell 6%. Brent closed at $85 and WTI at $80.5 in a very volatile week as the geopolitical situation in the Middle East remains highly uncertain. The digital asset class continues to trade firmer, with Bitcoin up 3% to more than $35,000, and Solana, this year's best-performing altcoin, gaining 29% on the week. There were no specific catalysts for the rally, besides the overall risk on sentiment that also propelled stock valuations higher. That's all for this week. Please follow this channel and help us promote it. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our subscription. Have a good week.